6: What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves and six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Um, uh, l- let's do this. Welcome in. We have Game 5 tonight, the NBA Finals. And we continue to have the lunacy of many of my brethren in the media saying amazing things after one game. The prisoner of the moment never ceased to amaze me, right? It was the Celtics were awesome. The Warriors were overrated to now Steph Curry should win the MVP. Doesn't even matter what happens in the last two or three games because he was amazing on Friday night. Um, We have a stunning omission by Anthony Davis I'll share with you. Tyreek Hill going full Tua. You know what they say in Hollywood, never go full Tua. Rich Ornberg will give us his thoughts. We got some Dan Patrick to play for you, some Cowherd to play for you. Um, I have some thoughts for you on the idea of system players and system quarterbacks. Rick Bukers. man, we got a, just a great show. Plus, we'll have our picks for tonight. So... Um, I believe we did our gambler segment on Friday, which was our most entertaining. Dan, buyer wasn't because you weren't here. It was just it was a very entertaining gambler segment where I think I hit mine out of the park, both literally and figuratively with a baseball pick and with my Warriors uh, Warriors money line pick. I think Ramos hit his uh, the over on that game. It was the under. You I took picked the under. Two fourteen was uh, was the price, and I took the under, which it was. It was like I think two oh four, something like that. That's right. That, that was that was your text. That was on your on the group text. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I had to. Remember. I was just gloating. That was my bad. No, no, it's okay. You just gotta explain a little bit better. Like, <laughs> over under. It's you do the O slash U. 214, and then give me the actual. That's called the total. <laughs> then give me the total. Um, Jay Stu, what was your pick on, on Friday? Do you remember?
8: Um, I gave a couple of uh, choices for the Belmont that yes, I. Yes, how'd that do? Uh, yeah. They, so the Kentucky Derby winner came in sixth place, and I mm-hmm. told you to take it to win. So I, I lost that one. Yep. But I got my NHL pick right for Saturday night. But I don't want to give John any clues for two eyes and one cup. I don't want to tell him who won Saturday night.
6: Okay, that one I actually do know because there was literally nothing else going on. <laughs> and I swear I tried with the F1 race earlier yesterday, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I didn't know what the I, I was like, these are—I'm sure they're really fast, really awesome cars. I haven't watched the the Netflix show. I did watch the new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle. I can give you a little breakdown on that one. we got a lot to get to. Let me start with—this um, is weird. Like, this is—maybe this is selfish of me. But sports events that happen on Friday night are really hard. They just are. Because there's no sports radio, or maybe this is a niche which I need to get into a debate show on Saturday to talk about. But you had a bunch of different things happen. Draymond not play as much as he normally does in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry, who, and this is what's crazy coming into the game, he had scored 10 points total. In three fourth quarters. Now, in fairness, the one game they won, they were up 29 in the fourth quarter. So he never, he just didn't even play. Like, he barely played. I don't even know if he played in the fourth quarter of that game. But he only scored 10 the fourth quarter. He was amazing. Amazing. Here's Draymond Green on his podcast talking about being put on the bench late in game four.
9: You know, Steve went away from me for a little while. Was I pissed off and frustrated? Absolutely. Like seven minutes to go in an extremely important game. You know, you can't go down 3-1. You don't want to go down 3-1. And I'm coming out of the game. I was livid. But uh, I credit my teammates, Juan Toscano Anderson. And see, this is where, you know, when you're trying to win a championship, this is where everything matters and everyone matters. I credit Juan Toscano Anderson. He was in my ear. Not only was he in my ear the whole night, but when I was frustrated, when I came out the game at the seven and a half minute mark, he was in my ear. Um, Chris Chioza was in my ear. Gary Payton was in my ear. And and it was huge because I was able to respond due to their positive energy that they were pouring into me. I was able to respond and come up with a few big plays, a couple assists, a couple offensive rebounds, um, a couple stops. And so... Credit to those guys. Everyone has an impact. For those that were wondering, no, Steve didn't talk to me, nor did he need to talk to me. That's just the way it goes. If someone else is getting it done more, then that's just that. And I can live with that.
6: I love it. I love it. I mean, that's, that's what a team does. And what those guys do is, you know, you're sitting there. What, what do those guys do? They're not playing. They're still a part of it. And I thought it was amazing. By the way, it's a great podcast, which um, which no one that I'm aware of, okay, no one had any complaints over him doing after they won, and he didn't play as much, which only brings about the hypocrisy to it, right? Like, oh, is he somehow distracted for Game Six because he recorded a podcast after Game Five? Can we can we just all agree that that was dumb? I mean, part of it is even Charles Barkley admitted he covers. The NBA and he's on TV about the NBA that he doesn't watch most regular season games. Most of you don't know that Draymond Green hasn't been that good for a long time. He just hasn't, (laughs) you know. I was listening, and I'm not going to name names, okay? But I was listening to, uh, I was listening to Fox Sports Radio this this weekend, yesterday, in fact, and I heard somebody say, "Uh, "Boy, you know, like when I when I watch Draymond Green play." I expect him to have a triple-double. And he's not producing triple-doubles. And I was thinking to myself, that's amazing. Do you know why it's amazing? Well, Draymond Green had one triple-double this year. One. It was against the Sacramento Kings. You know? But we operate under this under this premise that... Everyone's paying attention, and guys that are great are always great, unless maybe they're injured. And Draymond, who averages seven and a half points a game, okay, averages seven, and a half, uh, seven assists a game, which is down from last year's nine a game. And rebound-wise, he averages like six a game. Like, he's, he's playing a little bit below his level, but part of it is the level of competition is way greater. And he hasn't been that dude for a couple years now. Nonetheless, the story was about Steph Curry, and he was simply remarkable. Uh, Jalen Brown had this to say about the positives that the Celtics can take out of the first four games.
9: He could take positive out of anything. Obviously, I think we could be in a better position than we're in, um, but we're not. Uh, it's 2-2. Um, still nothing to hang your head about. A lot of great basketball is still in front of us. So we take what our mistakes and what we learn from, and you apply it as best you can going forward. I, I still think we're in a great spot. So I'm excited to see how we respond over the next couple of days. And, I mean, it's exciting. It's the, the biggest stage in the world, and I'll take our group, our guys, um, versus anybody. So I'm looking forward to it.
6: Here's Jason Tatum, who didn't shoot well, 8 of 23, Hasn't had a great statistical series scoring all, see, all 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 series long. Here's Tatum.
7: But it's on me. I got to be better. I know I'm impacting the game in other ways, but I got to be more efficient, shoot the ball better, finish at the rim better. I take accountability for that.
6: Um, I, I would agree. I, I thought Golden State's defense was better. I thought that what they did defensively was smarter. Also... Steph Curry not being in foul trouble allowed him to be a little bit better defensively, a little bit more physical. And they just kind of figured it out. And... It was the third quarter run and then a fourth quarter push where Curry hit a couple shots. And, and Draymond came back in and did get some big offensive rebounds, did get some big defensive stops. Looney got some offense, the offensive and defensive rebounds that helped. And the team kind of collectively decided, hey, we're just going to play through Steph and play through Clay, And that's how they won offensively. I don't know. I, I guess, look, we should have learned this from the Celtics Heat Series that no two games are even close to being similar, let alone there's not necessarily a pattern. And the adjustments that are made by either team do affect the games. And then, of course, you know, look, when Steph hits a three, it feels like a four. When he hits two, it feels like ten. That's, that's just the weight of how he plays. And um, he was in a different mindset and seemed to be more energized and, you know, talking to the crowd a little bit and celebrating a little bit more. Clay hit a couple as well. It, it, it felt like a team whose backs were against the wall, and they responded in kind. And the Celtics can sit here and say they think they let one get away, but that, that's kind of how the Celtics have played in many series so far in the playoffs where, you know, when it gets, when it gets tight— and it's late. They don't execute much of anything. It becomes kind of one-on-one ball. And that's, they're, they're kind of an ensemble cast with Tatum as obviously a bit of a difference maker. And then Brown second. You know, but what did you end up having? The same shots you had in the first game with Marcus Smart and contested threes. With the same shots you had here. And Derek White and... and You know, Tatum doesn't seem to know, should I shoot or drive or when should I pass? He seems a little bit tentative because some of the defense is allowed to be more physical than he's necessarily used to, and those gaps close up closer than they used to as well. I don't know, it's been a fun series. There has not been one of those epic games, maybe we have one tonight, where it comes down the last couple possessions. But the games have been far closer and more competitive with the exception of Game 2, then the final score would tell you. All right, more on this series to come, including the old idea of a system player. I, I can't wait to have this, this discussion. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from a credit card company. That's why Discover Match is all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover Exceptionally Common Sense or more discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. By the way, remember Jason Tatum was a top five player in the NBA? Now he's not. And of course, Steph Curry is now, oh, now he's on the Mount Rushmore No, he's not. They're both, one is very good, one is great. Neither are all time greatest four guys of all time. Anthony Davis made a stunning admission. Stunning. What
5: does it mean for the Lakers? We'll tell you upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio
5: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals,
6: Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves, six stainless steel blades for swift hair remover and lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razor sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Um, I heard this and I almost dropped the cup of coffee that I was drinking when I heard it. This is Anthony Davis talking about what he's been doing since the season's been over.
7: I haven't shot a
8: basketball, like maybe like April 5th. Like where you actually shot a basketball. Probably like April 5th.
6: Excuse me? Excuse me? I was checking my swatch watch and I realized um, it is June 13th. June 13th. June 13th. So we're talking about two months you know, that is absolutely crazy to me that for two months he has not touched a ball. Um, anyway, I mean, like, look, what does it signify to everybody else? And there's no context to it, obviously, when you hear it. But he was talking about kind of getting away from it and rehabbing and getting ready, whatever. And, and everybody kind of goes to him and I need it. I need a little time away. You know, it's something, honestly, I I mean, we. You, you guys, we. I haven't talked about it. Like, I don't take weeks off. I don't believe I've taken a week off of radio. Um. In my first summer, I did, because I was traveling in Israel. We did 10 shows from there, but there was, I think, one week I took off. I don't think I've taken a week off since. Like, a solid, like, I ain't, I'm not doing it. And, and... There's a there's a reason for it. I just feel like you get so far behind and then you play and catch up and you want to talk about stories that the world has moved on from. Plus, it's therapeutic to me for me to just yell into a microphone for three hours a day. But two months? It says to most people what we all fear about Anthony Davis. He's great at basketball. Great. Doesn't love it. Just doesn't love it. Likes it, good at it, doesn't love it. Um, Dan, since I did not, I was not quoting your show yesterday. That's that's accurate. Perfect. Um, what what were your thoughts on on game four? First of all, um,
8: you know, Andrew Wiggins was was really really good. Steph was amazing, um, making some plays that I don't think I've ever seen in basketball not that they were groundbreaking but it just shows the types of plays but i fully expect the celtics to come back with a great effort tonight and uh and not to give away my pick but i'd like the celtics to bounce back after that
6: game four effort it's funny you brought out Andrew wiggins like i was before the game i was on twitter i was like man he's got a he's been so, he's been soft he hasn't been i mean he's an unbelievable athlete but they're playing him a lot of minutes at the four he's got a rebound better he finally did so I agree that was a big part of the game but you know Steph has a tendency to to soak up all the the oxygen yeah. and the microphone not just we, on the floor. Quickly Wiggins
8: seems to be doing everything that Draymond used to do except score more. Like he's guarding the best player, he's at least in game 4 he was rebounding, he's kind of taken over that role except uh more of a threat offensively.
6: I would I would agree. I would I I would agree. He that that's that is the role that he, he has. Let's catch up with Owen Polonies, who joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, just starting
7: opening thoughts on,
6: on what we saw
7: game four. Um, I saw what I expected to see. Um, the Warriors are a very talented team, obviously. But that experience comes into play. And, and we saw that in Game 4, especially, you know, about halfway through the fourth quarter. They were down four or five points. No panic. Steve Kerr didn't do, you know. And pre- prior to that, he had already taken Draymond out. And so, to me, those are decisions that have to be made because everyone's seeing, you know, that Draymond's not having a Draymond series. And so it was like, hey, we're not going to, you know, beat around the bush, come on out, come sit next to me and let, let these guys play. Andrew Wiggins was balling, you know, 17 and 16, and Clay started knocking down some shots. So that experience really came through. Now, to me, Draymond is going to have to figure out what Draymond wants to do. You know, do you want to be this guy that, you know, quote, unquote, you know, he he was talking about, well, you know, I'm, I'm the guy, you know, I stir the pot and all that. Because when what he did in game two was at home, and he needs to understand that. You know, all the antics and everything else happened at home, and they were winning, and they won the game. But when he went to Boston, it was a different concept. It was a different mindset. And so I don't think he showed up either game the way the team really needed him. And so the antics need to go away. He needs to come back to earth and say, I'm going to be Draymond Green, help my team. It's not about your podcast. It's not about, you know, trying to show up the Boston fans. It's about just playing basketball. And until he does that, I do believe, you know, I believe the Warriors will win the series and and they'll win tonight. But I just think his legacy is going to take a major hit. (laughs) Hmm.
6: Stuck Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of old and Um Obviously, Steph Curry's an amazing shooter scorer. When, when you see that type of performance, you get all kinds of people going hyperbole crazy. How do you view him now?
7: Oh, I get caught up too, Doug. <laughs> I do. But the guy is just so uh, – he, he, he's – Mozart on the court. You know, yes, there's, you know, I'll throw a hyperbole out there. But at the same time, he works so hard. And that's what I always want people to understand. You know, I I remember everybody saying, oh, Steph Curry's ruined basketball. No, he didn't. You know, we talked about that. He made it better. He evolved the game, but it's through hard work. This man doesn't just walk on the court and play, he's not in the strip club. Trying to play basketball at you know at seven o'clock at night. It's like he puts in the work. He he handles his professional business, okay, which is to play basketball. A lot of these guys have got caught up in doing everything other than basketball. Steph Curry is handling his job, and so to me, all the praise that are put on him is rightly so because he's doing it the right way. You're not hearing anything about him off the court, you know, and people used to question his toughness. That was probably the one thing people used to talk about, you know, oh, is he tough enough? He got tough enough. And then all of a sudden, well, he's injury prone. Well, he got healthy. Then he's, so he's knocking all this stuff out the way, and we're seeing true greatness.
6: Um. Let me play for you what Draymond said on his podcast. Obviously, Draymond didn't play as many minutes as he normally does, especially in the fourth quarter. I thought he did have some good minutes in the fourth quarter. Uh, but but here's Draymond when he, he asked himself about his reaction to not, not, not playing as many minutes in the fourth quarter. Take a listen.
9: You know, Steve went away from me for a little while. Was I pissed off and frustrated? Absolutely. Like, seven minutes to go in a— uh, extremely important game. You know, you can't go down 3-1. You don't want to go down 3-1. And I'm coming out of the game. I was livid. But uh, I credit my teammates, Juan Toscano Anderson. And see, this is where, you know, when you're trying to win a championship, this is where everything matters and everyone matters. I credit Juan Toscano Anderson. He was in my ear. Not only was he in my ear the whole night, but when I was frustrated when I came out the game at the seven-and-a-half-minute mark, he was in my ear. It's
6: Doug, Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That, that's the voice of Draymond Green. Olin Pauline is our guest. I mean, look, I, I think it's incredibly mature things from everybody. But I also think sharing that via podcast is great. Like, that's the idea of it. Were were you down on the podcast when they lost? Like, there were people said, oh, it distracts him. Where were you on that, on that discussion?
7: I don't care about his podcast. I think it's fine because he's not out in the club. Again, like I say, like some people, James Harden, you know. <laughs> and so, to me, it's like he's okay. That's fine. Once the game is over, if you want to do your podcast in your hotel room, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is him saying, well, seven minutes in the game – Steve Kerr took me out. Well, what about the other 37 minutes? That's where I have a problem. It's like you weren't really doing much So what? All of a sudden, you're going to turn the switch on? No. He went with the guys he felt comfortable with, the guys that had been more consistent throughout the game, and that's what coaching is about. And so to me, and that's why he was able to come to grips with it, you know, if they had lost, I think he would have been more upset but at the same time, we, we, you know, I've always said this, winning hides a lot of things that stink within your team. And part of it is Draymond. Draymond has gotten a little besides himself. and people need, And he needs to understand that and come back to earth a little bit, come back to reality. You're not the same player you were five years ago. And he needs to understand that.
6: I totally agree with you. Completely agree with you. I, I think people need to understand that, right?
7: Oh, but, definitely. You know, yeah. but they're always looking for little other things, you know, you know, instead of you know what they should really be looking for. And to me, you know, everybody wanted to make a big deal about the, the podcast. The podcast had nothing to do with anything at all. But no one really wants to talk about the deeper issues. And that's what I was having a problem with with him because, you know, the way he some of the, the risks he takes and puts his team, you know, in jeopardy. I don't like that. I don't like you always yelling at the referees for what it serves no purpose other than threatening to get you thrown out of a game. Now, you, you know, you put your team in a bad situation and he needs to be checked on that.
6: Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. What about Jason Tatum? What do you see when you watch him struggle uh, in terms of making
7: shots? Just very erratic for some reason. You know, I, 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 I haven't figured him out. It's like one night he's, he's the next coming, the next he's just another dude. And so to me, I think he's more in his head than he needs to be. You know, and sometimes guys do that. Sometimes the pressure of the moment is just a little bit too much. I'm not saying it is, but it could be. And so he needs to figure out a different way to get to the basket or a different way to score, rather, because it's not always going to be about jacking up a shot, a three-pointer. Anybody can do that. You know, Jason Tatum is not stepping clay. I've said this numerous times. Just because you can make one doesn't make you a shooter. So it's a big difference between a three-point shooter and making a three-point shot. So he needs to figure out a way to get to the basket at 6'10. There's not too many guys that should be able to guard you with that size and strength, but I don't think he plays to his strengths all the time. You know, and so a lot of times he'll just, you know, look at the game and just now when he got caught up passing the ball, I think it got a little bit too good for him. But uh, you know, in crunch time I don't want Jason Tatum as a passer anymore. I want Jason Tatum, the scorer.
6: Uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. You know, there's just – everything he does has to be downhill, right? And uh, he's gotten away from catching at the block. But they, they also – they kind of get caught up in playing take-em-ball-late in games where none of their actions are really working and the ball kind of stops moving, and they each try and either win it. They don't necessarily play hero ball, but they're just, I'm going to get past my man, cause help, and then, you know, get them in a scramble instead of moving it, running offense, shifting the defense.
7: Well, that's one of the things that the Warriors are so good at. The Warriors usually get people caught up in their style eventually, and that's bad business for the other teams. You know, it's like, the old Mike Tyson saying, it's like everybody has a game plan until they get hit in the mouth. Well, it's the same thing with the Warriors. Everybody has a game plan to shoot threes until you start missing. And then all of a sudden, you panic. And that's just what happened in game four. The Warriors were still knocking down threes. Clay hit that one from the left side. Then all of a sudden, we have Steph hitting them with another one, step back, step back. and then But all of a sudden, we get a layup. So they they know how to mix it up. But the the Celtics just kept shooting threes, shooting threes. <laughs> it's like we can't change all of a sudden. You know, you get caught up, and that's the difference. One team knows how to change it up; the other one doesn't.
6: Well, I'm Paul, and joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Who do you like tonight?
7: Warriors, Warriors, big, and then and then game six, Clay shows up in Boston.
6: Uh, Anthony Davis revealed that he hadn't shot a basketball since the first weekend in first week in April. Okay. Now you weren't a big shooter score. You were, you, you had Draymond like tendencies, right? Did all the little things it took to, to win games, but to not touch a basketball for two months. How does that, how does that land with you? I hate it. And
7: and it tells me everything I need to know about Anthony Davis, everything I need to know about what happened this season. And he's always going to be as Charles Bach. He says sweet clothes. I, I know all his wardrobe, you know, for the last <laughs> seven years. I know everything he wears. And so to me, it's it's bad business. You don't put it out there. I don't care how transparent you're trying to be. You just don't put it out there. Go in the gym. Do something. I don't care. Do something. I used to take you know, like um, maybe a month, right, where I wouldn't play basketball. But that was directly after the season. Let my body heal, you know, because I played through every known injury. You know, I just didn't sit out. So I'll take the month, you know, get treatment and everything else. Then, boom, the next month I'm in the gym doing something. And that's just how it was for all of us back then. And there's a lot of guys today that still – Value their jobs, but for a guy to say he hasn't touched basketball since April fifth and we're in June is absurd to me as a professional
6: does it mean he doesn't love basketball?
7: I don't think he does he's a, he's one of those guys It's like you know I grew tall and I could make some money you know doing it, so I'm going to do it. I really don't think he loves basketball because some of the stuff he he sat out with are things any you know most guys would play with. And so to me, and I'm not going to question somebody's pain threshold, but I just know that there's certain people that would play with a lot of those injuries. And some of the stuff he's had, I don't even know where those came from. I don't even know what those muscles are.
6: (laughs) All the fault is, I hope you're the best, man. Appreciate you joining us. Look forward to talking to you as the series rolls on. Thanks for being our guest. All right, Doug. The one and only Olden Polonese has spoken. You can react at Gottlieb Show, Twitter, Instagram, or, of course, on our Doug Gottlieb Show fan page on Facebook. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover Matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year to suffer exceptionally common sense. Learn more discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. How big a deal is it that Lamar Jackson is
5: at Ravens Mandatory Camp this week? I'll tell you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
10: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Hi, checking in for...
10: Or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you? Coming!
10: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
4: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
10: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,
3: basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
5: But
10: the problem
3: is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
6: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple pres- uh, gesture of appreciation. We're a credit card company. That's why Discover matched all the cash back you've earned in your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at slash match. Limitations apply. Let's get to a game.
8: Game time! This
6: Fire. is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show, Dan. Byer, what do you got?
8: Doug, the game today is...
6: Big deal, little deal, no deal.
8: All right, big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Wizards guard Bradley Beal told Bleacher Report that his free agency decision will mostly be determined on where he can win.
6: That feels like a big deal, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, because w- however improved Washington was this year, I don't think anybody's going to pick Washington to win an NBA title, Right. Washington was 35 and 47 this year. Um, They had moments which they were dramatically improved. What will Brad Beal do? Now, part of the problem with the, hey, I'm going to decide based upon I'm going to win is, well, does that mean you're going to take a max deal? I I don't think he's going to not take a max. And you get one more year and more money, obviously, if you stay. But I I think it's always interesting that a player will say, I want to win more when you could probably win more where you are if you take a little less money and help go get somebody else. But that's not the way guys work. So that's going to be interesting to see where he goes.
8: Also, a little bit of a change because signs pointed to him going to the Wizards not saying that's not the case but to the point you made off the top was if you're thinking about winning are you really thinking about the Wizards uh, something to watch this offseason another thing uh, that we are watching big deal little dealer no deal Doug that Pelicans forward Zion Williamson said it was quote no secret end quote that he wants to stay in New Orleans
6: a uh, secret to all of us
8: <laughs>
6: Wonder. yeah I mean, well now the question is geez
8: do they want him do they really want him
6: Well, they say they do, but I mean, obviously, I think you got to ride it out and see what it looks like if he's healthy. If he, you know, if he really commits to getting in great shape, then you you have to take a look at at what it looks like. I don't think it'll affect, even if he doesn't play well or, uh, you know, barring another injury, I think he's, his value is, um, is one that will, will sustain itself, even if he's, he doesn't play great the first month of the season or first two months of the season where you try and figure out what you got.
8: Big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug, that Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is going to be at the team's mandatory minicamp this week.
6: I think it's no big deal, and here's the why. So it's a little deal. It is, there's In the, this collective bargaining agreement, there's such a massive financial hit that's mandatory, a fine from the league. If you don't show up, we knew he was going to be there. The question becomes, you know, Will, he, is he participating? Are we, you know, what is the plan in terms of a contract? Are they just going to wait until the offseason? Are there discussions? That's a bigger deal. But as far as showing up, that's a little deal.
8: Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray is at mandatory minicamp this week. <laughs> Same
6: I'll, thing. Yeah. Same thing, although I, I honestly, I don't understand the, the rush to get give him money. I just don't. Agreed. I don't.
8: You shut up. Um, last uh a week or so ago anyway to their voluntary workout so
6: which is well listen which is great okay and and I'm not I'm not sitting here telling you he stinks I'm just saying I don't think any of us really know what he is you know just cuz he was so bad when he didn't have DeAndre Hopkins at the end of the year that to sit there and go like well you know exactly what he's going to be like in the future when he's making you know 3x the money I don't I don't see it
8: He's also not going to have DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games of this season because of Hopkins' suspension. Big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug? Texas A&M wanted Nick Saban fined and suspended for his NIL comments about the Aggies football program.
6: Comical, com- comical no deal. Comical. You know, just, it, it's super
8: comical. <laughs> uh, on3.com, through a public records request, was able to – Get some of the email exchanges between AM and the SEC. And as the SEC was writing out their statement of reprimand towards Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher was holding his press conference. And so then they had to amend it to add another name for their public reprimand for making comments about another institution to include Jimbo Fisher. And apparently, Greg Sankey even warned Texas AM to be like, Hey, don't say anything stupid. We know Jimbo's going to have this press conference, but yeah. A&M wanted a suspension and fine for Nick Saban. All right, two more for you, Doug. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. That Rory McIlroy won the RBC Canadian Open yesterday as he heads into the U.S. Open this week.
6: It was a big deal considering what Greg Norman said about him, and he passed Greg Norman, and then he mentioned Greg Norman without mentioning Greg Norman. I thought it was a big deal
8: great atmosphere as well. It's yeah. one of the things that PGA Tour stops bring that I don't think has been brought up a lot in these these live PGA Tour things. It is kind of the traveling circus, but when it comes to your town, it's a pretty neat event. And I know they play in different spots in Canada for the Canadian Open, but it was a great atmosphere this uh, this past weekend. Uh, finally, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal, that a college basketball game will take place in a baseball stadium for the first time in seven years, as Wisconsin will host Stanford at American Family Field in Milwaukee in November.
6: Uh, It's a little deal because it's a dome. You know, mm-hmm. remember when when San Diego State one year, they didn't make the tournament because they lost to San Diego. It was like forty six, forty five. But that was played at Petco outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like and nobody could shoot yeah. cause the shadows and the court and whatever. And it wasn't a real game. This is one that say, you're like, oh, baseball like me like, oh, it's Miller Park. What used to be Miller Park. So it's a dome. It's like yes. no big deal. I'm gonna go like I, no big deal. I do
8: like the return to the you know the I don't want to say the silly settings, but the yes. unique settings. Yes, because we there was a while where, as you said, Petco is one of them, aircraft carriers. Uh, yeah, tons of different places. I' gonna get a kick out of it because it's uh, kind of back to that. The women's team will be playing K State in a game as well at uh, American Family Field, mm. and that's game time. <laughs>
6: That's
5: game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
6: It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. If you're a, um, if, if you're a fan of football, I got a, we got a great seg for you upcoming with Tyreek Hill. Plus, Rich Ornberger is going to join his former offensive lineman. Uh, I believe Mike Trout, we should have trademarked. I know we can't trademark it. That's baseball. He said that's baseball in an in-game interview going back to yesterday. Oh, and you'll hear from Dan Patrick next out. But um, l- let's do this. C- coming up next, Tyreek Hill is now talking. He's talking about what went wrong in his mind with the Chiefs, why they couldn't get a deal done, why he's a dolphin. Plus, wait to hear what he says about catching balls from Tua as opposed to from Mahomes. That's upcoming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.